Ladies and gentlemen, this is your captain speaking. Welcome to episode 275 of Max Wrestling on all podcast providers and Andre Corbeil's Wrestling with Wrestling. This is a new era and I'm joined as always by the retro outsiders themselves. Travis Anderson and Moses Marquez. Two sweet me boys. Oh, I love What's up? Oh, yeah. Virtual too sweet. A, a social distance too sweet, if you will. There you go. <laughs> Oh. Um, and with that being said, congratulations to the Demoness, still our promo champion. Uh, we will see another defense in two weeks as she defends the promo title against Rob Sheff. And we also kick off King of the Mike 2020 that day. And congratulations to the new knowledge champion, the Phoenix. Uh, last week was a pretty big week. It, it was a transition was period. And I'm glad to see everybody enjoyed Trivia Takeover. Thank you very much. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> I've seen a lot of good comments about Trivia Takeover last week. Uh, seemed like everybody really enjoyed it. Enjoyed, really loved the opening. Yeah. And the whole, it's the whole time, really. Ah, and that opening was a was a heartstring puller. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Still pulling mine. Um, <laughs> Mike also let me know, Andre Corbeil very much enjoyed the new trivia format for the Champions Chase. I uh, hope hope everybody yep. enjoyed that. It was new. It wasn't unique because it is based on something which we're not going to mention in case we get sued. But it was new for us. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely fun. I hell, I enjoyed it. <laughs> I probably enjoyed it only because I got I, I actually kicked ass a little bit. <laughs> you were in the head-to-head final. Yeah. You came out swinging. Did you were like one or two questions away from being knowledge champ. <laughs> I know, that's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) How the tables turn. Uh, Okay, so, uh, as promised, let's announce the King of the Mic. Your first match on July 2nd is Travis, one-on-one with Cypher for the first time ever. Oh, that's going to be fun. Yeah, we got a little teaser of that when you were going up against the Demoness, but we never actually seen a match. Yeah. uh, Oh, I got... The crazy thing with... Corey is like I've known him since I was like fucking four years old and uh, he lives right right up the road from me Uh, I've got so many ideas from like you know just going and and recording myself driving like everybody likes it when I drive and do my promos (laughs) so I thought about doing a promo 
driving and just show up on his house and then like as soon as he opens the door I just hit him with a fucking stunner and end it. That would be the first like physical confrontation in a promo. Yeah. <laughs> um, on July 9th Mike Jolly faces the one true heel Ted P. Nero. <clears throat> and the winners of those two battles will face each other in the semi-finals on July 30th. But before we get to that, on July 16th, Moses has his own match. Uh, you're against newcomer Ronald Hill. Yeah, that's going to be fun. Yeah. Uh, also, <clears throat> one of the very few people in the match wrestling group that actually introduced themselves. Thank you very much, Ronald. People take oh, notice. He was all nice about it. Wasn't even like, oh hey, look, I'm here. This is my group now. He was just, oh, thanks for letting me in. Just like, oh, holy crap, somebody gives crap. <laughs> it's nice. Um, the winner of that match will face the winner of the Crooked Smile, another newcomer, as he faces the Phoenix on July 23rd. And of course, the final comes your way on August 6th, uh, on the 13th. My bad. The winner, of course, <laughs> goes on to Promo Slam to challenge the Promo Champion. Whoever that may be, it's either the Demoness or Rob Sheff. It'll be the Demoness. Should have got like pushed back like another five days on that uh, August. Ended on August eighteenth. Which one? And the finals. Um, I mean, we kind of like need like a week to build the championship match. That's why we sort of cutting it off like two weeks before promo slam yeah well I, I was just saying like you know finals you know it, august 18th ended on my birthday you know <laughs> well i mean oh for the birthday the 18th would be on a tuesday if i'm not mistaken so promo slam will kind of be like your birthday episode well there we go <laughs> <laughs> Uh, speaking of birthdays, next week is... Not next week, is it next week? Yes, it's next week. Is the Phoenix's 30th birthday. Uh, so we'll try and get him on the show to celebrate. There we go. Uh, all Welcome right. to the 30 Club. Yeah, it's fun, Phoenix, I promise. <laughs> oh, yeah, your back hurts for no reason. All right, well, to, to be fair, my back's been hurting for years. <laughs> True uh, what, what? Once you kind of turn 18, your bones start breaking. Oh, yeah, it's because of all the dumb stuff you did when you were, like, 14 <laughs> to 17. Yeah, that's one time bomb oh, I did off a wall when I was 10 has caught up with me. <laughs> right. All that backyard wrestling and shit. Yeah. What does the shape have to say? Shape. 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 It's time to shape up. It's time for you to prove that you are more in a one-hit It's only right for us to set that bar, to set that standard. I take the shape of whatever I need to be. Travis Anderson, your time has come. Max Wrestling presents Promo Slam August 20th. Go to maxwrestlinguk.weebly.com for more information. This is the voice of Killer Cross, and right about now, we are about to take it to the max. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Madhouse. Hey, this is the charismatic enigma, Jeff Hardy. Welcome to the Madhouse. OK, 
Okay, now the beauty of WWE pay-per-view week is we get to consolidate all of SmackDown, Backlash, and Raw into one segment. So, WWE discussion. Um, I think I'm going to give Backlash a C. Um, I think it was very average. There was nothing special about it. And Moses, like you were saying in the group chats, they were kind of phoning in all the, the matches before the main event to make the main event look good. Oh yeah, it was it was. Now I was talking to Trav. I rewatched the whole thing because I was planning on doing a review. I still I still am, but well while watching it, I like I thought for a while the only good match was the opener, and just to find out that it like to rewatch it, it started out good and ended like crap. Yeah, <laughs> and then and then you got to Oscar and Naya, and I'm like, you can't even make. Naya look good like she's and she's in there going soft like she's in there trying not to piss off Oscar because the fact is, is we all know Oscar would kill the poor lady <laughs> and none of us would complain yeah I I wanted to crap on Drew versus uh uh Drew and Bobby but in reality they had a giant Haas match and I loved it not gonna lie that was probably like the only thing I really did like and then after watching the main event it was far from the greatest match I've ever seen, <laughs> but um, like it was. I'm not gonna go this far, but it uh, it was super technical. I have yeah. I don't remember the last time I seen a super technical match like that in WWE. Like, I think the best part was Howard Finkel. Um, <clears throat> it, we, I mean, they yeah. they doomed it right from the start with this ridiculous overhyped tagline. It was gonna be the greatest wrestling match ever, and it's never gonna live up to that. Um, and then they kind of... But of all the refs, little niche, really? Yeah, but even Edge and Orton were like, this is ridiculous, and we're just going to shit all over it. Um, but they, they kind of managed to take it even further with the edited camera angles, and the dumbest thing of all, the piped-in crowd chance. was there, like, 35 camera cuts in, like, the first two minutes? It just cut, cut I, I mean, that's just cut, WWE cut, in general, cut, isn't it? Cut. I, I don't know, cause that it was like the he he went to go he put him against the ropes they cut the camera he ran the ropes he cut the camera he bounced off the ropes they cut the camera and I'm like, what in the holy fuck yeah. is going on? They probably did about five takes of him bouncing off the ropes. Yeah, <laughs> at but, least. Well, what I guess they ended up doing is they ended up like they shot the whole thing and then they had him do. Uh, like lockup shots, so that way they could like shoot a camera underneath, which I don't fucking need. Uh, I did like the camera in the ring when uh, Edge took the superplex. I did like that. Yeah, we but other than an that, camera yeah. as well. That was cool. You can keep that too. Yeah, I'm, I'm the rest of it. Charles Robinson with the vintage referee gear. Um, <laughs> but but like I said, the, the piped-in crowd chance. Why? We we know there's about twenty people there. Why are you making it sound like there's twenty thousand? And there's not even wasn't even in sync with the people. <laughs> like that's what made it stand out so much. It's like they're like nobody's chanting this is awesome, and then there's a this is awesome chant. I'm like what the nobody's saying it. Like obviously it sounds crap when there's like three guys shouting this is awesome yeah. live, but at least we know that there's only that many people there. When you pipe in a fake chant, we know all those people aren't actually there, so who the hell's chanting? Uh, Not me. <laughs> <laughs> but 
But uh, yeah, I mean, aside, aside from that, if, if it was just all done live, it probably would have been a good match. Not the greatest wrestling match ever, but okay. Um, I love the fact that like sort of the, the last 10, 15 minutes was everything Randy Orton hates. False yes. finishes, you know, using all these finishers and kicking out. Uh, oh, yeah, he uses the fucking pedigree. <laughs> made it look like shit, by the way. I'm like, of all the moves you can make look bad, you can make a pedigree look bad? Yeah, nobody seems to be able to get the pedigree right besides Triple H. Which is understandable. I mean, yeah. Triple H's been doing it for, God, 30 years. 25 years. I think years. what it is is the leap. Yeah. Like, nobody knows how to get up there like Trips does and then just drive them down. Triple H also has this ability to sort of tuck people's heads and hold on to the, the arms behind their back. And everybody else just lets yeah. him go for safety. Yeah, that's true. He's like, nope, I got you. <laughs> which, You're going to hit your face, but it's okay. Which is fair enough. I mean, I don't recall Triple H ever injuring somebody. I'm legit trying to think, and I know I can't think of I mean, that he's, one he's guy. He fucked himself up a couple of times, but... Well, hey, then this is the bricks. <laughs> um, now, here's an interesting fact that I saw coming out of Backlash. Obviously, we're all sick to death of Charlotte Flair. Um, in seven years, she's had 66 title matches. Oh, God. It'll be 67 here soon. Yeah. Damn damn right. I mean, surely she's going after Asuka again, I guess. Um, but she, <coughs> she came out this week on Raw Talk and decided to take a pop. Uh, people calling her entitled by taking a pop out of her entitled wrestlers, which begs the question for me, who the hell she's talking about? Because as far as I'm aware, there's no women in WWE that are part-time. She was uh, referring to like people um, refusing to come into work and wanting to like, stay at home. Uh, I feel like I saw the post that you're talking yeah, about I, I can't think of anybody and, that is staying home no i mean everybody seems to be there like roman reigns oh yeah but yeah i'm, it, I'm talking was I'm talking it directed only to the women though well i mean the men shouldn't really apply to her you know well, oh yeah except like for her like yeah i mean when people call her entitled they're, they're speaking specifically about all these like these 66 title matches she's had and she's in yeah. All the women's main events, and she's on all three brands, um, which nobody else is doing. So I don't really get how she can defend that because she is pretty much unless unless she's talking about like other promotions, perhaps like oh, taking a shot Tessa at Tessa. Blanchard? Well, I mean, yeah, it's not a choice with Tessa. She she literally was locked down. <laughs> uh, maybe yeah. maybe she was taking a shot at Brock, Brock and Charlotte, WrestleMania. There we go. <laughs> the ultimate screwdriver. Uh, I'll sit through 16 suplexes on Charlotte Flair. I'm down. Uh, but on the topic of Brock, of course, Paul Heyman has uh, kind of been demoted. He's no longer director of Raw, whatever the hell the job title they made up was. Uh, bullshit. He, he's focusing on his in-ring career. I wasn't aware he had an in-ring oh, career. Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> This makes me so angry for every reason. It's like the immediate thought I got was, so Brock's coming back. Yeah. 
And then I'm getting some word, Brock ain't coming back. Brock's not planning on coming back until there's a real fucking crowd. Yeah, of course, and he wants that money. I don't, I don't see him changing his mind. I mean, maybe if they go to fucking Saudi Arabia again. But until there's a real crowd and this guy knows it, I don't. We, I don't think he's coming back. No. They're gonna like. They're gonna keep building up the uh, Drew with the one, you know, the kicking out at one shit, taking his thing. You know, they're gonna build that forever. I think, but <laughs> no, like, so you have Heyman who has been making Wall Raw watchable, okay? And I'm gonna say it like that because I I don't watch it every fucking week, but it's been you know it's been watchable. Yeah. And the first like week out, Drew looks like a giant idiot. And he's like furious because he has to defend his title, and then it's the the WWE title and the twenty four seven title. It's like, dude, Bruce Pritchard doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. No, like I don't know what the hell he's booking, but this sucks. Something fierce. And now he's directing both shows for some stupid reason. Yeah, because SmackDown was great. Yeah, <laughs> we know what it is. Like Paul Paul Heyman will fight Vince. Bruce Pritchard's a yes man. Yeah, that's the problem right now. That every single person in that writing room is a yes man. Yeah, I mean they, like we saw the segment with Jeff Hardy and Sheamus with the piss test, and it was an exact replica of the Shawn Michaels segment. Same punchline and everything. You do know that that clip actually didn't air in the West Coast. Really? <laughs> Fox made them pull it. Wow. I mean, I was because I was like, I didn't. I saw the clip thanks to social media, but then while watching the show, it wasn't there. What the fuck? And it was kind of weirded me out because I had like my lady was sitting there watching, and I'm you know cleaning up, and I'm like, did they throw the pee in his face? And she's like, what pee? <laughs> and I'm like, did they have the drug test? She's like, what in the fuck are you talking about? And I'm like looking, and the whole segment had passed. I hit rewind. There was nothing. There was no pee. I look like a freaking weirdo. Yeah, because it was the opening segment. I was I was going to attempt to actually watch SmackDown last week just to see how bad it was. and I was just going to give it a shot. <laughs> but apparently, like, I just, I've been having issues with my TV. Like, I use this app on the Roku called Sling. Yeah. And it, every once in a while, it will not record a show. I don't know why. Well, over the past, like, three, four weeks, roughly, it hasn't been recording SmackDown. I'm like, well, that works out because I wasn't going to fucking watch it anyways. <laughs> but I went to go actually look to see. It, it doesn't even come on no more. It was coming on FS1. And now it's not even coming on there. So I don't even, like, I literally, like, I want to say I got off the sh- got off the call with y'all last week for Trivia Takeover. I went inside and I went, like, looked forward in the guide and it was not even there. It doesn't even come on on my TV no more. So I don't even know how the hell to find it now. Uh, Roku's got your back. I'm doing you a favor. <laughs> yeah, I know, obviously. <laughs> you don't want to watch this, pal. <laughs> uh, in all fairness, I mean, though, um, 
Jeff, Jeff delivered the line fine. Seamus' reaction was priceless. It's just the fact that is it that was... Is that or is that not the same clip that HBK did? It was exactly the same. Same setup, yeah. same routine, same punchline, same cup. Um, well, is it the same cup? Because that was a giant... No, that was a big That was a big-ass beaker. Um, yeah, <laughs> like, I'm like first off, how much pee is that? Like that's way too much pee, bro. And second off, like if that's how much you're peeing, bro, like your fucking water intake is supreme. <laughs> yeah, if it if it's if that was like legit, I think a drug test is the least of Jeff's worst. <laughs> <That's laughs> <last. laughs> another doctor over some. The thing the thing that got me was obviously he threw it over Seamus. Seamus sort of stumbled backwards and I don't know what it was security guard officer whatever just sort of caught Seamus like stopped him stumbling if the guy's covered in piss I'm not going anywhere near him <laughs> right <laughs> you you fall over Seamus fine whatever I oh, yeah, have fun falling on this pee bud it's like you're, you're not supposed like, to know it's actually apple juice. It he, he should have caught half of it with his mouth and then just like oh, yeah. up in the air his mouth was wide yeah, open and then Broke, like just spit it out like them uh, Triple H does, and just broke kick him. That would've been hilarious. Uh, and then after all that, of course, Sheamus beats Jeff um, at Backlash. Assuming we're going to get an Extreme Rules rematch, which fits straight okay. into Jeff's ballpark. You you, you spoke about that. Um, now Harold Harold Joseph Hunter, I love this man because he speaks his mind. He legit. Like messaged me and then also posted in RWT while the Seamus Jeff match was happening. Is Jeff high? And I'm like, dude, I think so, because like he's out there, just he's fucking lost in his own mind. Like you can tell he's gone. You can see his eyes; they're not there. He's like, like we're just trying to figure out. I was like, was he in there like stoned? And I'm like, I think he ate like seven edibles and just was like, fuck it, I'm going to do this. Uh, I, I think he's clean on drugs and has been for a good few years now. I think he just struggles with alcohol now. Well, it had, the homeboy went in there with hell of a buzz then or something because <laughs> like he was, uh, I, he wouldn't even bump right. Mm. I didn't really notice. Um Maybe I just wasn't paying that much attention to it because I really didn't care about much of Backlash. Uh, and obviously I haven't been watching SmackDown, so I haven't been following this rivalry other than a few clips that I've seen. Um, but yeah, I was, I was just surprised that Sheamus won. And then, of course, I realized, oh yeah, Extreme Rules is next, obviously. And they've kind of used yep. the old Team Extreme colors for it, so it's modeled after Jeff. Yeah. It's still ugly as sin. Yeah. Ah, oh, awful logo. It's the it's a Suicide Squad Extreme Rules logo. Although I also compared it to Rob Chef's colors because it's purple and green Joker. Eh, but yeah, ugly logo. Don't like purple neon logos. Oh Lord, don't compare the Joker to Rob Chef. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Only the colors. They they use in purple and green. Only the colors. Uh, uh, yeah, so going back to Raw, Truth just was a thorn in Drew's sight, and, and we don't know where the hell this came from. Obviously, Bruce Pritchard just randomly threw these two together and thought, we'll have a we'll have a double title match, and then we'll turn it into just for the WWE title. 
Um, and Drew's face was a picture when Truth said, I fixed it. Now it's just for your title. What? Okay. He was fucking furious. <laughs> I'm like, okay, Truth's dead. Like, he's... We're going to see a face just kill another face, and it's going to be okay. <laughs> uh, surely we're moving on from Drew and Lashley now. Obviously, you had two title matches. Uh, and now he wants to divorce Lana, which is long overdue. Uh, what at the fourth? I'm like, okay. That, that is such a catchphrase in WWE. How many people have said, and exactly like that as well? Yeah. There's the bunch. Uh, I mean, Vince has said it. Uh, Triple H has said it. Pretty sure Lita said it's a cane. Yep. Uh, weddings Maybe and Maybe edged uh, to Vicky. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I can't wait for that one. Um, obviously, we're not expecting Rusev to come back, so I don't know what's going to go wrong because nothing ever goes smoothly when it comes to a wedding or a divorce in WWE. No, never in its history. <laughs> yeah, so like... Uh, so, so, when it comes to... Uh, I Like I said, I didn't watch... Uh, backlash i had no i really didn't care to watch it um so but i did watch raw in its entirety shockingly but i was watching it on my phone and there was this one video package i got about halfway into it and i literally said just screamed what the fuck at my phone and slapped my phone halfway across the room. Why Why are there damn ninjas? Uh, I'm so glad I didn't see that at first because I had gotten so goddamn furious with Naya uh, and Asuka just being crap that I decided I had to make myself a drink. And then that drink turned into another drink and another drink. And like, I had at least six. I think you needed them and for so this by the match. main event... I was, I was like, I, I, I walked in and I was like, is this a movie? And, well, and I walked back out and poured another drink. Yeah, I said it wasn't even a match. It, it's no secret. I haven't been a fan of this whole feud with all the stupid mini golf and axe throwing and shit. But yeah, it like that video package. It was like, hey, just going through all the bullcrap they did. There's like, there's been bowling. There's been mini golf and a triathlon and now motorcycle ninjas i was like what the fuck yeah the viking prophets bruce pritchard like he he must be like he's like vince he lives in the 90s yeah i mean we saw that in at money in the bank when he had that little cameo for no, absolutely no reason. He's just randomly taking a piss dressed as Brother Love. He was, he was begging to be to do that spot. Yeah. He was begging. Vince, I got a great idea. I still got my white suit. Okay. <laughs> hey, look, Vince, it fits. Just ridiculous. And then this whole thing. Like, they, they also announced it at the last minute that they were going to have a tag team title match at Backlash. I thought, okay, so we're finally going to see him have a match. Nope. It's just another clusterfuck with 
for some reason, Tozawa as a ninja, because he's Japanese. Oh yeah, stereotype. In 2020, believe it or not. Not to mention, he speaks English. <laughs> who needs who needs a wrestling match at a wrestling pay-per-view right. when you can have motorcycle fucking ninjas? And then after all... And then I gotta be honest, I know it would have taken away from his awesomeness, but if, uh, if that would have been Shinsuke out there... <laughs> Just being like all badass, like a bad anime, like a, like an awesome anime villain. Just like, oh, you mess with me, you get the ninja. It was just, I don't know. <laughs> now, I, I, after I did that, and my wife came running into the room, was like, "What's wrong? What's wrong?" And I, I, I was like, "I'm just, I, I can't even talk about it right now. I'm just gonna show you." <laughs> so I rewound it, like, I hit rewind, press play, later watch, and she's like. Seriously, even she knows it was fucking bullshit. But and then, like after it went off, I was like, "This is why I cannot tolerate WWE anymore." And then I started laughing. I was like, "Okay, but to be fair, if AEW was to do that, I'd probably fucking mark out." <laughs> it wouldn't be as cheesy in AEW. Let's face it. Yes. Shit, yeah. shit like that is why we can't watch WWE in front of non-wrestling fans anymore. <laughs> yes. Um, and, and after all this, after a month and a half or whatever it's been, it took the big show to finally point out the freaking obvious the next night on Raw and say, well, why don't you guys wrestle? Really? Oh, we never thought of that. Damn. That's how, they, that's how they reacted to it. There's like, why didn't we think of that? Yeah, I'm like you're fucking wrestlers. Come you're on, you're fucking man. champions. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, of course they never thought about it. Now they're fucking best friends. All of a sudden, I, the whole and thing is just ridiculous. Where's Bianca? Where's Bianca Belair? At home, not giving a shit. Yeah, I, she ain't getting involved with this shit. And she was, Did she only like show up that one time on Raw, and that was it? Uh, no, apparently she is on the Raw roster now. We just haven't seen her since well, like yeah. what was it? Night after Money in the Bank. Oh, well, with how they're handling this fucking people getting sick shit, we might not see people for a while. Yeah. Hey, maybe Charlotte was Who taking shots that, at Bianca. Like, what kind of a fucking company does that? Oh, we, you know, we, we understand, you know, you want to take your precautions and we're going to let a bunch of people in, but don't wear your fucking mask in my television show, you hear me? Oh, yeah. Like, what? Um, well, apparently they, they did some real tests this week. I'm Surely you should have been doing those tests every week if you're going to let people in. Real tests. Oh, yeah, we've been temperature gauging people and asking them how you feel. You're going to ask a wrestler how you feel. Really? And you are going you expect to get a straight answer. Plus half the roster is probably jacked up on painkillers already. High hopes, baby. High hopes. <laughs> ain't, ain't it funny, though, that we haven't heard of any cases in Impact or AEW? Well, I'm sure they're getting like... really tested. Yeah. Like, I, I, I believe they actually had said um, when AEW was, like, sharing that hotel with UFC, they ran everybody through real tests. Yeah. Not just a stupid temperature check. Oh, yeah. Tony Khan spares no expense, as we saw. Uh, the report came out this week at the after parties for Dynamite. Every week he orders, like... 300 tacos white claws, and white claws and 
shit tons of burgers. I so want to work for Takedown. White Claws, tacos, <laughs> and Whoppers. And I'm like, yeah, you're a white guy. That's the only alcohol. Well, I say alcohol. It's sparkling water with a little bit of alcohol in it. If you want, hey, if bro. you want beer, you got to bring your own. That's fine. I'll take the Whoppers. <laughs> let's, be, let's be honest here. I'm, I'm a beer guy myself, but uh, don't let those things fool you, bro. You like smash like three of them, you're done. Four of them. My lady killed like a six pack one day, and then our buddy, I have a buddy who's a, a sheriff. I was like, hey, bro, let me use your breathalyzer. And he laughed at me, and I was like, no, for real. <laughs> and so she like drunk like like a six pack like back to back, just out of curiosity. She really got into him, is what it was, and we had the weekend off with no kids, so we were like, fuck it. And she like, but she eventually blew over the legal limit after five of them. Damn. And I was like, oh, so, these things are no joke. So those are those sneaky little drinks that don't look dangerous, but they fuck you up. Oh, they will get you. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, they're like 5% that just comes at you all late. I'm like, oh, that sounds like fun. Nice. Uh, okay, yeah, Tony, order as many white claws as you want. <laughs> <laughs> it's Joey Janela's fault. Uh, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Maybe we need some good news about Joey Janela <laughs> right. for once. A, f- a reason to like Joey Janela, finally. The thing that he does so well is he puts a smile on everybody's face. Your show. We are going to steal the show. I guess it's time for a new order. Have you seen Max Wrestling? I will show you. The life. We're talking about me. We're talking about the podcast machine. Your boy, Moses Marquez. Same day, new era. We are the best at this. Max Wrestling Podcast every single Thursday. Go to maxwrestlinguk.weebly.com for more information. Good evening, wrestling fans. Welcome back to another edition of the Evolution of Pro Wrestling. I'm Lewis and this is Jay. Who made a bigger impact? Stone Cold Steve Austin or The Rock? Shawn Michaels or Ricky the Dragon Steamboat? See, this is a, a crazy topic. And we got an exciting topic for you tonight. Who's better in which era? CM Punk or Bret Hart? WrestleMania. Holy cow. Tonight, we're going to be talking about the best and most shocking moments in SummerSlam history. This is the pretty badass Kelly Klein telling you to turn it to 11 and take it to the max. Hey everybody, it's the interview queen, Alicia Atute here, and you are currently listening to the Max Wrestling Podcast. It's time to take it to the max. Um, well, let's get into to Impact, uh, and before we get into the Wednesday Night War. So, uh, Trav, you said you've seen Impact. Yes, sir. Okay, so no spoilers. <laughs> um, uh, again, good episode. Uh, only thing for me is I think they made a mistake with the ending. Um, the Madman Fulton reveal was it was okay. It was like ah, okay, so they're working together. 
Uh, I think yeah. if they'd have switched things around uh, and had the whole EC Freeze music spot at the end, that would have been, pardon the pun, a more impactful ending. Yeah. Ah, uh-huh. yeah. oh, man. I, I'm hoping there's. I really, really, really hope that's not true that it's going to be EC3. And I don't think. Just because you want to see him with I MJF. Think, well, yeah, but also <laughs> I feel like. They're not going to really reveal who it is. Like, probably next week, it'll probably it'll happen again. Mm. And it could be, like, Eric Young's music. Or they're going to hit, like, Kurt Angle. Or uh, one of the other ones. <laughs> I think they're just going to hit them with, like, a bunch of music until Slammiversary. Yeah, uh, well, we're exactly a month away from Slammiversary, a month to the day, July 18th. Um, yeah. Well, we know it's not going to be Drake Maverick because obviously he's re-signed with NXT. Um, Kurt Angle yeah, sort of signed a new Legends signed deal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it it was good. And so far, we still only have one match announced for Slammiversary, that being the, the five-person world title match and this is annoying wikipedia have to list it as an intergender match tess is a female with a men's championship obviously it's going to be an intergender match we know this you don't have to point that out yeah. <laughs> um first off what tessa blanchard's more of a man than ace austin <laughs> oh yeah okay now moses did you watch impact i caught like 25 minutes of it like the opening okay I, I honestly like you got me too into the to the, the that auction too. So then I started watching <laughs> that, and my wife's like, "Fucking pick one!" So I lost the battle. Um, now, Desi, yes, give me your honest opinion about that main event. Though. Uh, even like I said, it was okay. Uh, I just think it was the wrong way around with the moose and EC three spot, and I didn't really think much of the Fulton reveal. I thought it was kind of meh. I'm talking about the just the, the match, match itself. itself. Yeah, it was fine. It was fine. See, there you go. Ace Austin ain't that bad, even though he almost fucking died on that damn table leg. <laughs> oh, that was Good sick. Oh, oh, my God. Jesus. That was... I could have sworn he was dead. Like, his neck literally bent around that the leg of that table. It's, it was... Horrible. It's a good thing those table legs great. are on hinges. Yeah. Oh man, it that that had to hurt so bad. And then when like hey, Madman jumps into the ring, he even grabs Ace Austin's hand, tries to pull him up, and he you could just hear Ace Austin like just easy, easy. Yeah. Oh, seriously. Just grabbing his neck. Serious question, oh by the way. Yeah. Have we ever seen oh, that... Madman Fulton and Lance Archer in the same room at the same time? No. Didn't think so. Uh, I'm suspicious <laughs> also. I, I'm suspicious as well. <laughs> even, even the new intro for Max, uh, like, Lance Archer is, like, near the end of the video package, and I think Madman... Oh, no, it's not, it's not Fulton. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's Archer. They look so similar. <laughs> Yeah, hell, even now my Eddie Edwards is trying to act like a damn murder <laughs> hulk. Well, Who the hell is this blonde guy weird. kicking everybody? The what? The blonde guy. Who the hell is this blonde guy kicking everybody, teaming with RVD? 
and uh, fucking Joey Ryan. The blonde guy. Yeah, I'm watching fucking Impact right now. Well, uh, not Joey Ryan because he's not blonde. Um, I don't remember. <laughs> I don't know. I was just seeing uh, some dude with it, it looks like crazy Steve. Is he uh, got insane Steve? Whatever the fuck's name is. Does he got Does he got face paint all over his yeah, face? Yeah, but then that's I'm talking about the guy. He's he's wrestling. All of a sudden, this guy just comes out of nowhere and just starts fucking delivering head kicks like nobody's business and wearing like weird fucking flannel looking pants. Oh, I don't remember who he wrestled. Now, I'm glad you mentioned Crazy Steve. That damn promo he did. Oh, Jacob Creast. That. Oh, okay. But uh, that uh, Crazy Steve promo on Impact this week was really great. Yeah. Uh, always been a big fan of Crazy Steve. Sorry, mentally unstable Stephen. Unwell Stephen. Yeah. <laughs> mentally unwell Stephen. <laughs> the, the thing we said this week as well, it's, it's crazy. Who would have thought Joey Ryan would have the most relevant gimmick in 2020? I know, right? Cancel Damn. culture. <laughs> wow. Um... <laughs> Uh, what else did we see? Uh, oh, we saw Hogan in the audience of throwing popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> um, we got another glimpse of um, Diana Perrazzo, who's definitely being elevated very quickly in Impact. Um, obviously, they talked about her brief appearance in Impact before when she was much younger. Um then, of course, she went around the Indies a little bit, went to NXT, and now she's just been brought back as a total package, uh, which is great. Yeah. Is, is that Ace Romero? Be... Ace Romero? No, I... Yeah, yeah. Who, who's, the, who's the other fat guy team with Ace Romero? <laughs> the other fat guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's about it. We we don't have a mic on the call, so we can't tell you everything about Impact. Yeah, we've crammed so much wrestling into the past couple of days. <laughs> I just see Triple XL go to war against uh, Reno Scum. It's a highlight package, so I'm like, oh, this is gonna be fun. And all I see, and I immediately like Ace Austin or not me, uh, Ace Romero stands out like so much for me because every time I see him, he he reminds me of Jonah Rock. But then he's just a little bit wider. Yeah. So. The the great thing about Triple XL as well, on the entrance, they actually have a shaky cam. Oh, that's fucking great. <laughs> I gotta watch this. Uh, Larry, was Larry D. Do you have a guy in Triple X? I don't know. Yeah. Just never heard of him before either. They just sort of <laughs> literally came in like Godzilla and King Kong. They're like, you're really big, you're really big, you guys team. I was talking to Mike the other day hey, about uh, they were talking about how uh, he sent me a link about how uh, Myrtle Beach is gonna pro- looking at shutting down again oh. for the next wave of coronavirus. Yeah, and uh, so we were just talking about just all the bullcrap that's happened this year from the fires in Australia 
then uh then the virus then there was um murder hornets and then riots and then impact is better than wwe (laughs) (laughs) and then there's like a mosquito yeah like a deadly disease with mosquitoes coming in the northeast or something yeah, I'm like. This shit's been like that forever. It's just, it's been insane. Every month is but, just to be continued. Uh, yeah. Playing Jumanji. Uh, hell, my my wife uh, sent me this video about how there's this uh, weird uh, disease in deer that um, scientists say could be potentially transferred into humans. Which would potentially have a zombie esque effect. That's why I don't eat veal. I've never eaten veal in my life. I kind of live on chicken now. <laughs> but yeah. speaking of zombies, the debut in AEW last night. Oh, I Well, not on. the day. The dynamite. The dynamite debut that is yes yeah we've seen it on dark before um it's before we get into dynamite though it's funny you say do, uh, impacts better than wwe because it's funny how things change like months ago we wouldn't even talk about impact this week i realized i'm actually looking forward to impact i don't give a shit about raw yeah it's insane um it's so crazy but yeah so wednesday night wars we had uh the Dynamite debut of Abaddon um, against Anna Anna J. Anna J. Wow. I mean, if you now uh, uh, this girl, she is a two-time champion in Rocky Mountain Pro, Ooh. and I went and looked up. Oh, God like, damn there, Mike. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I looked up her bio from the uh, Rocky Mountain Pro website. Also written by Mike. And it has her it has her uh, stats on there. She is five foot dead, weighs 1,000 lost souls, <laughs> hailing from the Black Hills. And she's got like a whole bunch of like signature moves, but the main one is the twist of hate and the bloodline DDT. Nice. Um, Sounds like the demon if she was a real wrestler. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but I really enjoyed this girl. Oh man. She freaking creeped me the hell out. I, immediately when I saw her, I was like, all right, move over demon S. We got a new monster. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, I remember her on Dark, uh, God, months ago, um, but they haven't really mentioned her since, so I think some people may have forgotten about her or not even realized she was on Dark, uh, so, it's, yeah, it's a, hopefully she is going to be on Dynamite more often, I hear she's actually signed a full-time contract now, um, but I, uh, I was... They, as of last night, they signed, um, her and... Um, I can't remember the guy. Ricky Starks. Oh, Ricky, Ricky Yeah, Stark, that's yeah. it. Yeah, they signed him as well. 
Um, I was surprised, though, that they put Abaddon against Anna Jay because um, we heard about Anna Jay a couple of weeks ago and thought that we were going to get big things from her in AEW. Uh, and then she just gets well, killed by Abaddon. That, I think that's what... Uh, that's why they did that was to make it up to her. They're gonna give her a push with the Dark Order. Hmm. Interesting. Well, I mean, after the match, Dark Order comes out and they escort her out and help her out, and you know, so it looks like she's gonna be the first female member of Dark Order, potentially. Okay. I think uh, they should really kind of put a warning on before Abaddon's matches, though, because that, she is terrifying looking. Agreed. And she's so hey, into I that gimmick. Need, I, that, oh, man. I, when I saw her, literally, she she looks like she crawled straight out of the depths of fucking hell. Yeah. And the best part of it is she crawls out to the ring all the way down. I'm like, okay, oh, well, this just fucking works. Yeah, she she literally is the demoness as a wrestler. Oh, for sure. Just a little more undead. <laughs> but when I was looking up that bio and I saw that her weight is 1,000 lost souls, I, I died. I'm like, <laughs> I'm sold. Um, so a few more matches have been added to Fighter Fest. Uh, from Dynamite this week. We already knew we were going to get Mox and Cage. Uh, now we know we're getting best friends challenging for the world tag titles. We're getting oh, Cody and Hager is pretty much confirmed. Uh, she, she does defending against Penelope Ford and Chris Jericho versus Orange Cassidy. Oh, I can't wait for that. I always look forward to an Orange Cassidy match, yeah. but... Jericho's just going to put it over the top. I know he will. <laughs> uh, great reveal, though, with Cassidy. Where obviously, he's a cameraman, and he's just very cool and casually reveals himself. And, you know, he doesn't even rush over to attack Jericho. He just sort of stands there while Jericho turns around and sees him and is like, okay, I'm going to walk forward, and then I'm going to jump you. <coughs> well, I mean, he tried. He tried. <laughs> <laughs> But it seems like the official tag team of Jericho, the official tag team name of Jericho and Sammy Guevara now is Less X Gods. Oh yeah, it should be. It it has been for a while. They've had T-shirts. Made yeah, but they like actually got weeks. introduced as Less X Gods this week. Oh, <laughs> it was great. I thought they've been introduced by that before. I don't know. When's the last time they teamed up? Like just the two of them. Uh. Couple of weeks ago, I think. Yeah. It was right before uh, they started in Tampa. Yeah. Um, what one thing I'm kind of in two minds about with AEW is the way Matt Hardy's booked, where they they keep saying you don't know which version you're going to get of Matt. I think AEW have the perfect opportunity with this lockdown to do like promos of broken Matt from his home, rather than just have him doing random stuff on Dynamite as normal Matt. Well, I mean, they could, but he's he's so involved with everything, really, whether it's 
the elite or private party or uh, inner circle. He's always in the mix somehow, some way. Um, and I mean, I'm still enjoying it. I think it's a bit much doing like 50 freaking gimmicks, <laughs> but at the same time, it's cool that last night he said, uh, when he goes up against Sammy, Sammy gets to choose the gimmick that he uses. <laughs> wow. Taboo Tuesday. Here we come. <laughs> <laughs> I really miss Taboo Tuesday and Cyber Sunday. I'm not quite sure how legit lie. the vote results actually were, but yeah, but the idea was nice. Yeah, yeah. I always Cyber Sunday was always one of my like when it was interactive like that, and you could like vote like go to the WWE uh, website and vote for this match or do this or do that. When it was interactive like that, I always enjoyed that. Yeah. Um, if I remember rightly, you could actually see the live results as well after you voted. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe bring it back. Just a suggestion. Unless or AEW do your own version of it. No, actually, don't, yeah, don't, 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 because then WWE fanboys will accuse you of ripping it off. You have to <laughs> steal WWE stuff to get over. Um, but I'm. Um, Going back to that, the way you do, uh, Impact, sorry, added more fuel to the fire with EC3 by having one of his old matches as the highlight throwback thing of the week. Yeah, uh, where he defeated uh, Kurt Angle for the title. Yeah, that was a great episode. Oh, yeah. Um, okay, so MJF. Uh, well, not MJF, but Wardlow is in action next week. Did they would say who against? Against Luchasaurus. Yes. Yeah. Um, I only remember that because I caught a few minutes of the... They go live on Facebook after the show. And last night it was Excalibur, JR, and... uh, Yeah. uh, Taz. And um, Jr. was talking about that. Oh yeah, the cool thing they announced and... for next week is John Moxley is in action with Taz on commentary. They didn't announce his opponent, just the fact that Taz is on commentary. Well, it's probably going to be Marco Stunt getting his ass beat again. Yeah, but bravo to <laughs> bravo to Marco Stunt. Like when that whole interaction after the match with uh, Billy of yeah. the Gun Club. <laughs> so sad after yeah after that match and they had that interaction with uh, Jurassic Express Marco just jumped out of freaking nowhere onto the back of Wardlow and just started beating the shit out of Wardlow (laughs) oh my god it was hilarious yeah so sad WWE won't allow Billy Gunn to use Gunn I mean what about Impact? Can he just use Kip James again? Cute Kip. I was going to say that. Cute Kip. Just don't bring back the crop tops, please. <laughs> uh, uh. Leave those in the, in the in the early 2000s. Yeah, right? let, just let them gather dust. <laughs> oh, boy. But um, yes, Bill of the Gun Club. Billy. 
they 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 did the thing Impact did with Cody and Brandy, where they would always introduce Cody with Brandy Rhodes, so that they could say Cody and Rhodes in the same sentence. So with Billy, yeah. they announced him with his sons, so they could say Gun at the end. <laughs> <laughs> um, but once nice. once again, one of the highlights of Impact was, of course, Doctor Britt Baker. Um, AEW. Yeah, AEW. Sorry. Um, just she's unmissable. Yeah, and word, she's poor rebel. She's too good. Poor rebel. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was funny how she had like a little, uh, like the string, and yeah. it would pass notes to Tony. <laughs> Yeah, he was like sitting there, like doing commentary, and then they say, you know, oh, I just got a note from Britt Baker. <laughs> Love how she yells at him later. Her friendship is on hold. I'm like, yeah, and then she's like, do I, I don't care. He, sh- he still should be here. I mean, <laughs> she's in the dumpster. Well, it doesn't matter. He should be here. Like she, she's killing that gimmick right now. I love it. She's all rebel. Get me out of here, rebel. She's all like looking around. I said, get me out of here. Uh, only only thing AEW did was the same mistake WWE make where they have a random camera on the dashboard. Oh well, this one was yeah. Even, this was more under the wheel. It was kind of cool. It was it was kind of cool to do the whole taker spot for Big Swole. Where are we going, Brittany? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then uh, I I completely died when uh, Big Swole called her a heifer. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and just such a great sport, Brepaker, when she obviously sets up in a dumpster and she's covered in crap and a banana skin. And her, her <laughs> makeup has just run all over the place, looking like the undead, not the undead, the uh, the mad freaking Chelsea Green bride from Impact. Yes. <laughs> Fantastic. AKA Robert Stone. Oh, Robert Stone's fucked too. Uh, which is a nice segue into NXT. Um, I I don't know if he was drunk or, well, oh, obviously not not real, but his gimmick he was absolutely a bottle of empty to me. <laughs> um, and of all the people to come to his aid, <laughs> Aaliyah. <laughs> she comes to his aid. He 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 get, he gets the distraction, pukes all over the ring, oh. and. That she gets a roll up, and I love. I think it's like, uh, it's either I think it was Tom Phillips is like, don't step in it because she's like, oh, stepping more like the fucking puke was. Mm. Just like, this is yeah, weird. Definitely stay away from bodily fluids during a pandemic, yeah, for real, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, poor Zaya Lee, it almost went all over her. Oh, yeah, <laughs> poor thing. <laughs> um, we didn't get to see Cross and Scarlet this week just like one little glimpse of their feet uh, I think, I couldn't see what it was clearly at first, it was the, the lantern that she left last week, well not the lantern the uh, the sand timer the hourglass. hourglass, I couldn't think of the word you see the sand timer the sand timer <laughs> Moses did the same thing the other day I was like, is it called he a can... time clock? and he's like, yeah, and I'm like Oh, I thought it were an hourglass. He's like, yeah. I was like, oh, I was going to fucking put sand clock. <laughs> yes, the hourglass. Which, by the way, that thing barely moved for being an hourglass. Just saying. Mm. 
Like Adam Cole's all standing there, Whoa. like he'd been barely, it's like like halfway, and he's like, hmm. I mean, to be fair, it's probably got to count down a few weeks before they actually have a match. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it has to take an hour to run out. It was only like 60 seconds. So, of course, it's not going to move much. Oh, TV time remaining. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Um, we are going to see Cross in action next week, though, against Bronson Reed. Uh, two big, 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 big guys. But I'm assuming Cross is still going to kill him. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. In, It'll be fun, though. In very quick succession. It'll be fun to watch a big guy fly. Yeah. <laughs> God, I remember the first time I saw Brock F5 Rikishi and thought it was the greatest thing in the world. Great. Uh, and then he did Mark Henry as well. Like, holy shit. Yeah, how strong is this guy? He's a big bad well, guy, or at least he used to be. That's how I was with uh, John Cena and the Great Khali when yeah. he did did the AA off the damn bulldozer. Yeah, I'm, well, I'm pretty sure he well fu'd at the time Mark Henry as well. Well, um, oh yeah, he, oh, man, that was. Insane. Hey, I want to say, hey John, when it. John Cena did it to uh, Big Show mm. and Edge. Yeah. Picked up both of them. Yeah, yeah, triple threat match. Yeah. And John Cena's a crazy mofo. Man, look at me. I'm on a roll this week. Hey, <laughs> got a fucking knowledge check going. Got the background <laughs> check on some people. Hell yeah. <laughs> Um, great segment with the four, pretty much four main eventers in NXT. Yeah, kicking that was off nice. Adam Cole, uh, and then William Regal just sort of hello on the Titan John. No, 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 no. He okay. So I, I love when Finn came out because he's just like, oh, see, I see you guys marking out for yourself. Now you can mark out for me. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I'm down. And then Gargano responds with, my name's not Mark. Oh yeah, I fucking got it. <laughs> he's like, hey bud, my name's not Mark. And then Regal, like, just giddier than a fucking schoolgirl, this guy. Yeah. Oh, God, I can't wait to see you guys go at it. <laughs> he was just... I don't know what Regal like, is. Dude. I don't know where he is or what he's up to, but he's enjoying life right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he was fucking beyond happy. Oh, maybe he's partying with uh, Robert Stone. Hey, Tripp's probably called him, hey, bro, I need you to make an interview. I'm hammered. Perfect. <laughs> I've been Speaking drinking White Claws. Okay, White Claws. <laughs> okay. If, 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 Robert, if Robert Stone doesn't come out with a White Claw the next couple of weeks, oh, I'm going to be disappointed in WWE. <laughs> or Jeff. Or Jeff Hardy. Yes. You've been so drinking? Have white only White Claws. They're not that bad. Uh, blow into this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, there you go. Um, so now we're going to get a triple threat match uh, next week between Balor, Gargano, and Keith Lee. For the North American Championship, the winner will go on to face Adam Cole, Bebe, in a winner-take-all. Interesting concept. We're going to have somebody holding both titles. Getting desperate like New Japan. Yeah. Well, I mean... Well, I mean, New Japan did it because it was, like, the right thing to do. It just kind of worked out. Yeah. And now I think they're trying to follow suit. That way, like, the best wrestler they have is the double champ. Yeah, I wonder if Charlotte's going to get inserted into the match. <laughs> it's probably either going to be Cole or going to be Finn. Yeah. Um, I, I yeah. I don't know who's going to win the triple threat match. Probably Balor, like you say. 
But I don't think Cole's going to retain when it comes to winner-take-all because he's, what, 381 days, did he say last night? He's been NXT champion. Uh, I think time is running out. But then again, we've also got Cross breathing down his neck, so maybe he will retain, and then Cross will be the one to take it off him. Or, you know, maybe it'll be like Finn and, and Adam Cole and Cross gets involved, Adam keeps it. Yeah, that was the other thought I had. Cross is going to interfere, uh, so nobody's going to be taking both belts home. It's going to be a no contest and then Cross, Cole. Yeah, that's more likely what will happen. I mean, we've already got Bailey dust belts. Uh, stupid She name. sucks. Yeah, she's... I'm pretty sure I said it. I don't know if I said it on the show, but I've definitely said it before. She's the most boring heel champion I've seen in a long time. Oh, yeah. She's, um... I'm trying to think of another really bad women's champion that was supposed to be a heel. Natalia. Oh, yeah. When Natty, when Natty tried to be a heel, it was the worst fucking <laughs> thing I've ever seen. The thing with Natty is... She's an amazing athlete, great wrestler, but she can't act for shit. No, she's got no personality. Hot as holy. Well, she has personality. She has personality. It's just not good for wrestling. Mm. Or maybe it's just because they try to keep her like, oh, you have to act like you're, you know, the the immediate family of Bret Hart. The best acting I've seen her do is when she kept a straight face when she touched uh, Zack Ryder's ding dong. <laughs> <laughs> kept straight, yeah, she was. Zack Ryder, however, did not g- keep a straight face. <laughs> I'm about to say her mind was erasing, though. I tell you what. She's like, "What do you mean you fired him? Shit, I missed my chance." Um. So, um, Travis, you haven't seen the main event yet. Unfortunately, so you haven't seen Shotzi Blackout yet. Unfortunately, um, I think you know which way the match went, though. Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, don't get me wrong, it was a good match. Um, Tegan and Shotzi both looked great. There was a lot of saves and near falls and finishes, uh, false finishes. Um, I really actually kind of like the creative finish. Um, I don't know how the hell Sasha survived that submission move. That Shotzi does. Jesus. I mean, she literally like, yeah. folds her in half and bends her arms the wrong way. It's a sick-looking move. Yeah. Uh, but then Bailey comes I, in and flips her over into the bank statement. Not the bank statement. The, uh, the crossface. When it comes to that, I, it, I'm, I'm completely okay with it. it because whoever has the women's tag team titles they kind of get buried yeah and but it works for Shotzi and all of them because they get to main event NXT yeah and it was a close one I mean on that finish I actually thought for a second that Shotzi and Tegan were going to win because obviously Shotzi's got the submission locked in and there's literally no way Sasha can get out of it because she's bent in half uh, and then Bailey right. comes in with a chair, and Tegan just stands on the chair, and I think, okay, so there we go. She's going to tap. Well, she can't tap because her arms are bent backwards. Um, but then she lets well, she, she, she picks up it. the chair and gets the referee distracted, which was just a big mistake. But it, it was a it's a great way to put the women over, 
Yeah. And then uh, Sasha and Bailey run back to fucking SmackDown where we don't watch them. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, it didn't run very fast because Io Shirai just comes out of nowhere and beats, well, not beats a shadow of them, but just knocks them both out of the ring. Um, <laughs> springboard onto Bailey. Uh, German suplex on Sasha and then running knee into the corner on both of them and just, you know, defending her turf. Great visual. That's great. I mean, EO's a great visual in general, but it was a great <laughs> visual. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not entirely sure where they're going with that, though, because obviously, like we say, Bailey and Sasha are going to be going back to SmackDown now with their tails between their legs and... Do we even know who Eo's feuding with next? Because I'm assuming Charlotte's not getting a rematch. Well, probably Rhea. I guess it would probably still be uh, Rhea for a bit. Yeah. If not, maybe Candice gets a shot. It'd be great, though, if Eo turns up on SmackDown this week and calls out Bailey. Please. Oh, Give yeah, me be... any reason to want SmackDown. I mean, I don't see why not. Rhea, Rhea Ripley just walked onto Raw on SmackDown. Well, uh, that would be cool. And also... Bray Wyatt is returning this week as well. Yes, from what seems like the longest paternity ever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, hopefully feuding with Braun again. Because I need to see that's that what title it's supposed back. To be, that's what it's supposed to be leading up to is uh, to build their feud and carry on to... It's supposed to carry on till um, SummerSlam, I believe. Cool. Can we have another Ring of Fire match? Hell Please. yeah. I mean, it's probably not a good idea in a performance center because it's such a small room. Um, maybe they'll... Well, they got a big fan on the ceiling, so it'll be fine. Well, no, it'll Yeah, do it on the roof of Titan Towers. I'm about to say they got to get rid of that building anyway. <laughs> what better way to get rid of it than Bray Wyatt burning it down? <laughs> Um, but yeah, I'm just not enjoying Braun as champion. Um, I would have done uh, years ago when they if they'd have pulled the trigger years ago when they should have done. But now I've just mm-hmm. got no interest in seeing him. I just remembered the one and only thing that I enjoyed from Raw. Oh, Dominic. Oh, Dominic Mysterio. Hey, Dominic great. <laughs> I thought he actually looked really good. Yeah, he he did look great. Um, you can, I mean, you can tell he's been training for a long time. Um, the only thing is, of course, they're referring to him as Dominic Mysterio, and it sounds so fucking stupid. Yeah. Hey, you should just leave it at Dominic, but somebody's got to carry on the Mysterio name. Yeah, I mean, what's him? His real name's Gutierrez. Is uh, Gutierrez. So just call him Dominic say, Gutierrez. Let's say it's not his real name. Does nobody under okay? So Rey Mysterio—that's not like a name. You do know that in Spanish, <laughs> that just means the mysterious king, right? Yeah. So well, yeah. he's mysterious well, Dominic. Yeah. Actually, it's kind of cool. <laughs> I like that. That sounds way better. Well, than the mysterious part, just the mysterious Dominic. I mean, wouldn't Dominic now, if he surprised? He pulls rabbits out of his ass. <laughs> what surprised me was um, they were talking about him on uh, backstage Tuesday, and Booker T pretty much just shit all over Dominic. 
Well, Booker T shits on everybody. Well, true. I was just going to say the same thing. No matter if you didn't go to his school, he's going to crap on you. No matter what the question is, Booker T's answer is like, well, you know, I'm a two-time Hall of Famer. <laughs> yeah, five-time WCW champion. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, we know. <laughs> we remember. Uh, so if Dominic adopts the name, that would make him Rey Mysterio Jr. Jr. <laughs> Isn't that that shit from Kim Possible? <laughs> <laughs> or uh, Mysterio the Younger. That sounds, that sounds kind of cool. Like basically, they just need to come up with a new gimmick for him, basically. Because <laughs> nothing, yeah. nothing relating to Rey Mysterio is going to work. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see what's going on. So, so what we got next? Extreme Rules... We're not really expecting a match between Seth Rollins and Dominic, are we? No. Uh, I wouldn't say at Extreme Rules, probably uh, SummerSlam. Well, that would be a nice event because the first time we saw Dominic, he was on the line at SummerSlam in a ladder match. <laughs> oh, that's right. There <laughs> <Here> you go. <laughs> <Just> to <me. laughs> um, now, one thing that divided people this week. Apparently, Vince McMahon, well, he hasn't actually announced it because Vince doesn't announce anything, sees Angel Garza as the next Eddie Guerrero. And we we were talking about it a couple of weeks ago where Garza has pretty much said that he didn't really grow up emulating Eddie Guerrero. I mean, no disrespect, but he, he wanted to be more like his uncle or whatever. Yeah, um, he came from a, a big wrestling family. So just like the Guerreros, you know, they wanted to, Im- uh, to Im- imitate each other. Yeah. He wanted to imitate... Uh, the very famous Hector Garza. Yeah, which is fair enough. Um, so, first of all, people were upset with that because they thought he was disrespecting Eddie Guerrero. And now people are upset because Vince wants him to be the next Eddie Guerrero because that's disrespecting Eddie Guerrero. <laughs> Fickle. Can nobody be happy? <laughs> no. Wrestling fans are not allowed to be happy all at once. Jesus. It's in the like... rule book. <laughs> fucking bro take something and run with it dude because like i know that if this shit was the fucking 80s and you know we got told in a year if we got told a year in advance say, say today is 1986 mm-hmm. and so we got a newspaper that said hulk hogan will remain champion for three fucking years Ugh. do you know how many people would be pissed off nobody but because people want to have their fucking opinion oh well that's not fair dude everybody's gonna emulate everybody else okay like, that's how it goes. There's going to be the next Eddie Guerrero. There's going to be another Crispin Wall. When when Jericho leaves, there's going to be somebody who can adapt like Jericho. We make these comparisons. Get the fuck over it. All right, yeah, I mean, they're even still trying to kind of make Kevin Owens the new Stone Cold, even though they're not really pushing him to the level they push Stone Cold. They're not even trying like that, though. They want to. I know they really do. And if they really want to, go watch his tapes from Ring of Honor. Yes. Go watch him as that world title reign. Well, him and Michael Elgin, him and uh, uh, not Eddie Edwards, who's the other fucking guy, uh, <laughs> Davy Richards. You know, like when they had those feuds, and you know he's got he got fired, and him and Cornette are screaming and yelling at each other, and he's yelling "fuck you, Cornette" and all this stuff in the crowd. He actually gave you a stone cold feel. Go watch those tapes. Learn from that. Apply. I mean, we, we have seen sort of some elements in Kevin Owens' promos, but they never run with it. Yeah. And all he's doing now is just giving people stunners. 
Yeah, I was going to say he's not, not even really – like Austin would get 25 minutes almost every time he gets a microphone. Yeah. I, I think Kevin gets five or six at the uh, most. And it was all unscripted. Yep. Austin hated scripted promos. Yeah, were you gonna tell a dude who grew up in the you know who who started his career in the AWA where you fucking legit learn everything from the ground up and you do everything the way it is like old school? You there's no script, there's no nothing. You fucking learn on your own. If you sink, then you're not made out for this business. Mm. Now they're like, we're gonna help you, and these promos are the worst. Yeah, I think I think we know Kevin Owens can speak without a script as well. Like he doesn't need one either. Just like Joe doesn't need one. And he's actually, he's he's starting to to pick up some of the, the goddamn commentary lingo. Yeah, I, I, I kind of feel bad for Joe because, uh, I mean, not the fact that he can't really wrestle that much anymore because he keeps getting injured. You know, he's he's not a young guy anymore. But the fact that he sits there on yeah. commentary, and he's he's really good at commentary, but you can see it on his face. Some of the things he has to say is just like, what the f- fuck am i doing yeah you can tell he's like why am i doing whatever why why are they giving me all this shit to say <laughs> and then he looks at his bank account and says, like, oh, or whatever <laughs> i could fucking travel the world and play my video games who cares oh like michael cole and uh tom phillips yeah that the lead commentators on raw and smackdown they they get so into it and you you can tell they're excited to regurgitate all this shit. Uh, and then Samoa Joe's just sat there thinking these lines are absolutely bullshit. <laughs> He's real, man. He's not a <laughs> robot. Uh, so, uh, yeah, that was this week in wrestling. Oh, the other Sweet. match we got announced for NXT next week Damian Priest and Cameron Grimes. Okay, I'm glad you brought up that stupid name. What is up with this guy's pants? <laughs> oh my god! Okay, go only <laughs> only these only women wear these pants with like this meshing where you show off your thigh because you know we like that. Guys like that. Hell, maybe even women like. I don't fucking know. All I know is, is I don't need to see a grown fucking man who talks like this in girl pants. And by the uh, way, thumbs up for not letting him talk this week. The the only one I can really think of would probably be Jeff Hardy. He's won some risky gear over the years. Yeah, well, <laughs> look at his era that he came into. Yeah, and, oh, and yeah. then he, the guy was wearing fishnets from fucking day well, not day one. Yeah. Pretty much day one. I think I think he was regretting wearing a fishnet shirt on at Backlash though. The thing just got ripped oh, to yeah. shreds. <laughs> it always does. Yeah. I hope some dreams ripped the sheds watching that fucking piece of crap. The the funny thing with Jeff is he always used to do this thing where he took his shirt off and all the women would start screaming. Half the time you could see his chest anyway. I didn't see the points. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, oh, now it's a little bit more clear. Go, okay, right on. Uh, all right, well. Oh, the good old days. Uh, I'm sure you figured it out by now, but the next time we bring you a championship special is August 20th, as we go deep this summer for Promo Slam 2020. It's The Shape's third exhibition as he attempts to steal the show once again, this time with Travis DeWalker Anderson. Yeah, yeah. And the question is, 
The question is, am I going to be pulling double duty, though? Well, you more often than not pull double duty, but sometimes it's triple duty. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm saying I could win. I could win uh, King of the Might. Yep. And, of course, Phoenix. Well, we'll get to Phoenix in a second. Uh, he's looking for two challenges. Um, we also know either the Demoness or Rob Chef will defend the promo championship against the winner of the second annual King of the Mike. Uh, Mr. Michael Larkin will not be defending his crown, so we're guaranteed a new King of the Mike this year. And as we announced earlier on, the eight participants of the King of the Mike are Travis the Walker Anderson, Cypher, The Phoenix, Crooked Smile, Moses Marquez, Ronald Hill, Mike Jolly and Ted P. De Nero. No, no, no offense to anybody else, but I kind of hope that the finals of King of the Mike will be me and Ted P. De Niro. Ooh. Well, too bad it ain't gonna be. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a first Probably time ever. Yeah, I know. I, I've never gone up against the guy. I always like going up against new people. It's uh, it's actually surprising when you look at the people in the promo order that there's quite a few that haven't gone one-on-one -on -one before. Yeah. Um, and, of course, in the traditional summer freeway, the Phoenix is looking for two challengers for his knowledge championship. So One. Because he knows I'm coming. Okay, so now he needs one challenger. <laughs> um, we do know, of course, he is going to beat his previous shortest reign record because promo slam is like 60 days away <laughs> you got lucky <laughs> yeah. so it's definitely going to be more than 35 days unless of course Mike decides to cash in that briefcase and ruin his summer plans um, that'd be great cash what, what if he did it next week and ruined his birthday <laughs> oh god I'm texting Mike oh, right <laughs> <laughs> um, the, the predictions championship will also be on the line as we attempt to predict this year's SummerSlam. For more information, head to matchwrestlinguk.weebly.com. And the current predictions champion, Moses, you are one of them. We now do definitely have co-champions holding it with Chad uh, after Backlash. Yeah. Uh, I think you only got uh, one wrong. Was it six out of seven? Yeah. Shockingly. <laughs> all the ones I got wrong. Of course, it was the fucking main event. Ah. Oh well. Yeah. Um. So the bell has rung for another week, uh, and it's time for us to bid you adieu. So before we go, remember to like and follow Match Wrestling on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram. We're also on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, and CastBox. CastBox. And if that wasn't enough, you can find us on Wrestling With Wrestling, thanks to Andre Corbiel. You can also find me on the Twitter machine at TheCaptain512. You can find Mike when he's back. He's He's gone back to his little <laughs> holiday. Uh, at SM Show 1 and MCL92. Travis is at Walker underscore TA92. And for all you smart marks, El Jefe will see you now. Right on. That's right. So make sure you're following Tomorrow Mark Radio on all platforms and social media, uh, SMR Podnet, everywhere possible. If you are enjoying our little ramble of NXT AEW, you're going to love the Untitled AEW review show with me and Trav. We go dive in deep 
into both NXT and AEW to the point of me beating the crap out of Damian Priest in my mind because of his stupid girl pants. Not to mention last week, I fucking loved Cameron Grimes, and even he had two seconds in, in this week's NXT. I still loved him. He's like, do you need an Uber, buddy? And just drives away. He's the greatest the guy that never talks. Um, and for those who... <laughs> Who, who say they love wrestling, but they're just the, the wrestling's not the same. Well, I got you covered there, too, because we do the Retro Rewind, which I'm actually so glad to bring this up. Um, this weekend is Father's Day. Last weekend was Backlash. Retro will finally drop a new episode, not next Monday, the following Monday, and then we're going to be doing what I'm calling a two-week bounce. So every two weeks, we're going to get a new episode, uh, we're going to do it's like I think we got three regular Raw and Nitros to do, and then we're going to finish with Hog Wild. And then, as of Hog Wild, will actually drop August 10th. Uh, two, I think it's like the same day 24 years ago exactly. And then from there on, that's what it's going to be Retro Raw and Nitro 24 years ago this week. Wow. Damn. Realized how close we were, so I was like, "We do. We got to take advantage of this cool little marketing thing." Twenty-four years. I was six. I wasn't even watching wrestling yet. I was, <laughs> but I was like, very. I had no idea what the fuck I was watching. <laughs> I was uh, three. <laughs> well, goddamn, you have your make us feel old. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Um, join us next week for the final stop before King and the Mike. Our predictions championship will also be on the line as we predict Fighter Fest. And as we said, it's also the Phoenix's 30th birthday. And that, my friends, is the bottom line. Goodbye. Mwah, and good night. Bang. Adios. Coming for you, Corey. <laughs> <laughs>